I'm your boogie man. That's what I am. I'm here too. Whatever I can. Theater Late afternoon. For the sports We're here for you. Hit it back. Hey, welcome to the bus. It's in Woodrow. How we doing today, Wood? We're getting there. Weather's shaping up a little bit. Yeah, a couple nice days. Yeah? Yeah. I think we're in for a run right now. Yeah, it's next week. 70s, 80s? Yeah. We're going from winter to summer. That's awesome. Yep. About time. How we doing, everybody? Welcome to the Buzz, Rich and Woody, live here from the Hilton Gardens, the uh, in the Fort of Claremont Studios. Uh, Maddie, Maddie, on the board today. Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> awesome. Another couple. One more week, and you're on vacation. Good for you. I'm going on a vacation too. I'm I'm going on a family vacation. Didn't you just get back? Listen, in a couple <laughs> in a couple weeks, we're going on our first family vacation in 15 years. Really? Yep. Where you headed? Jacksonville Beach. Yeah. I need one. <laughs> I had a long stretch. Uh, You're not going to wear a thong, are you? No. You know what's funny you say that? I did my <laughs> diet this week, and I only lost five pounds. I, got, <laughs> I need to lose about 15 more before I get on the plane. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to the buzz. Uh, got a lot going on with all the Boston teams. Nothing great. I know the Bruins won one for the gate last night. Keep that series alive. I don't boy, that other team, Carolinas. They're real. They're good. Yeah. That's a, that's gonna be a tough road to hoe. I know you know, it's hard to get swept anymore in pro sports just for the money, but good win for the Bruins last night. We'll get to the Red Sox. They're just bad. All the way but just they're bad and the Celtics are in the battle that we said they'd be in. Yeah. Come out of the gate, played horrible the first game, and just the opposite second game. Couldn't miss, played great basketball, and Marcus Smart didn't play. In the game. I'm just saying, the game that they won, he didn't play. And you know huh. my feelings on him. <laughs> uh, start- well, we, we knew this was going to be a battle, like you said, but this is just going to show you where you stand. I mean, if they get through the box and they got to look, Legit chance you gotta, to go. You got to realize the Bucks' second best player is out. Yeah, I mean they're playing without Jalen Brown. You know, basically is what they're doing. So I mean Giannis is trying to take it on his shoulders, and he's a bully. He he gets the ball fifteen feet from the basket. He's four, four or five steps later, he's there, and he don't even have to dribble. It's amazing. <laughs> he's got the Euro step, the freaking skip step, and skip to my Lou, my darling. Puts the shoulder down, gets his way to the basket, dunks it, or lays it in. How is it? I saw one of the games. Guy was set up two feet in front of the guy, and he wasn't leaning, not outside the act, dead still, took the guy head on, block and fell. Do they flip a coin? I mean, how many offensive fouls are they going to call on on Giannis? Yeah. They won't call many because Right, MVP, and he knows that. MVP, defending yeah. champion. Every, I know, it's just ridiculous. It's always been that way. You know, you pitched in the majors. Right. You didn't get the same, same strike zone as Roger Clemens. No. Right? It's just like, just call the game. 
Right. Doesn't matter who it is. Like, there's no seniority over being, you know, exempt. it's either a ball or a strike. Right. That's it. It doesn't matter who right. threw the damn ball. Right. It, it's either over the plate or it isn't, or within a foot for some guys. <laughs> uh, so I got to tell you, start off a little chuckle today. So, well documented that we got the new puppy. Uh, matter of fact, year anniversary tomorrow. We lost Izzy on Mother's Day. Was crushing. Obviously, had to put her down on Mother's Day with the whole crew there. And so we have the new dog, Callaway, <laughs> nicknamed Callie. So this morning was classic Callie and Barbara. So Callie's a dog that likes to run the neighborhood, if allowed. So yeah. if I let her out in the morning, I hold the dog dish before she goes out so she knows she's going to get fed. She'll yeah. go out, go to the bathroom. Come right back in. Put her out when when it's dark. Goes out. Goes to the bathroom. Come. You put her out in the in the normal daylight hours. Off to the races. She'll run up to the K-way to the pig farm. She's gone. So I trying to explain to Barb. You get up in the morning. Yeah. Use the dog dish. So she gets up this morning. I got Callie. Okay, good. Next thing you know, she, I'm rich, rich. Finally, I guess I was a little later than I needed to be. And I came down. I go, what's going on? Callie ran off again, just like I knew. I said, okay, we'll, we'll go get her. We go outside. She's playing cat and mouse across the street. You know, she won't, she doesn't, she she acts like she's deaf unless you're feeding her. Doesn't answer to her name. Finally got her in the house. All right, I'm going to feed her. And But Barbara is not happy. Right. Callie's a little nervous. I go. She eats. I go upstairs, go to the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom doing the wordle. And I can... Barb's back in bed. It's probably like quarter of seven now. Barb's back in bed, I assume. And I can hear the dog barking. Like, obviously outside the bedroom. This is going on for ten minutes. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell's going on? Finally, I hear Barb say, Yep, I'm going to be just like you. You ignore me, I'm going to ignore you. <laughs> I just burst out laughing. I walk out, open the door, Callie comes in, jumps up on the bed. I looked at Barbara and go, you guys are twins. <laughs> You're both mad at each other. You're not listening to each It was, you had to be there. It was so funny. Yep, I'm going to be just like you. So we got Mother's Day tomorrow. Now, my wife said to me last night, she goes, you know, we're going to have a little brunch tomorrow we've got a few people coming over and our family's coming to town and you know she said to me now where do you buy fresh eggs i said iga or price chopper she goes no fresh eggs i'm like i don't i don't have any idea where i buy i never bought fresh eggs i mean to me those are fresh yeah. eggs like this no, is, you gotta go to a farm have you ever bought eggs from oh a, yeah you do yeah and where do you go? Like I, I would have. I had a guy right at work that had a, brought me in two dozen a week. So like you eating those eggs, you're like, man, these are good eggs. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. So I got to find some fresh eggs today for Mother's Day. If anybody has any thoughts on that, within reasonable distance, I'm going to buy some fresh eggs. And I don't know for sure, but I'm thinking Steve Cole. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay, so there is a sign on the way to home on the Meriden Road, fresh eggs. There you go. That's it? Yeah. Just go into that cooler, yeah. put in my money, and yeah. try it? Yeah. Okay. That's, hey, I, I just, I don't, 
Fresh eggs to me are like 18 at a time at Price Chopper for 2.89. I got a dog story for you. Yep. So last, uh, I think it was last week. I had to do a, I had to do a, a girls, 12 and yeah. under clinic. Yep. Then I get a telephone call. Uh, last week, and. They said they wanted to invite me to the Lebanon Junior High to watch Thetford and, and oh, wow. uh, Lebanon play. Yeah. Okay. I said, uh, okay, I'll go. So I watched the high school, and then I went over there at 6 o'clock. Yeah. I'm standing there, and here comes a woman with a little dog. Like Callaway, yeah. you know, sort of like that. Yeah. Walking right along, dog walks over and pees on my ankle. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. I said, really? <laughs> <laughs> Just walked over like I was a fire hydrant. Found the right guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> and what, stepped away. <laughs> what the lady say? Nothing. Just, oh, I'm sorry. No problem. <laughs> Got the right guy. Yeah. If that happened to anybody else, it would have been a, a lawsuit. Uh, all laughing. We got to give a shout out to uh, Dr. Arthur Pisty. Uh, has been my chiropractor for I don't even know how long. I gave a call the other day, and he answered the phone. And I said, Doc, how you doing? He said, I'm doing good. I said, I, get, I said, you got to crack me in my neck. You know, I go in every two or three months. He, he go right in. He snaps yeah. me right into it. He said, I'm all done. Packing up, uh, so I've got some health issues and shutting down my practice. So I just want to give Doc Pisty a shout out out there in Kane. What great, great guy, uh, friendly, always had fun in there. And I, now I don't have a chiropractor because he just kept it so simple that I love going there. It was go in, chat about life, and crack me and see you later. So I'm going to give a shout out to Doc and God bless you. And Best of luck here, and hopefully things get better for you. And I'm definitely going to come out and see you and the Wilson boys here before uh, summer breaks. But I, I I need a chiropractor. I need a simple one. I don't I don't need the needles. I don't need the stem. I don't. I just need to be. So how's the net? Stiff. Wouldn't give you one last hurrah. You know what? I didn't even try. I didn't even try. He, he, he said, so you need your neck cracked? He goes, yeah. I said, yeah. He goes, I'm not your guy anymore. I said, okay. One I, last I, hurrah, no, Doc, and I'll uh, let I, you go. Normally, I would, but I could just tell, like, it, it's done. It's basically, for me, like losing Cootie. Yeah. You know, it's like when, I, when Cootie stopped cutting hair. Right. You know, it's, just, it's the same thing. You you know, you grow up around here. You get attached to things. You, you know, it becomes a habit. And it's convenient. You know, you call up, yep, get you in at 1 o'clock. You know, not, you know, I'll call another chiropractor, yep, I can get you in in four weeks. Like, you know what I mean? Or haircut, yeah, I can get yeah. you in on uh, next Monday. Like, you know, I'm a spur-of-the-moment guy. That's how I've lived my life. And I, I never took that for granted, for sure. I mean, I always appreciated it. But when they leave you, which is part of life, it just, you, you're losing a friend and you're losing something that, is you know that you you need right you know and so it, i was i he caught me off guard and i knew it was i knew something was coming eventually here in, in the near future i just didn't know when it was and 
Well, I mean, a chiropractor you need on hand, don't you? Well, I mean, it isn't like you go every other week. No. Something happens out, you got to call up, get an appointment. Yeah. It isn't like I go every month. Right. I mean, I would get, literally get up at like 6 in the morning and leave a message, Sally, and she would call me back as soon as she got to work. Yep, Rich, we'll, we can get you in at 1, or, you know, we don't work today, but we can get you in tomorrow. You know, just, just the little town stuff, you know, yeah. that... that you know, I guess some of us might take it for granted. I certainly appreciated it. Um, I spent some time yesterday with an orthopedic surgeon. I spent a long time with him yesterday. Just not, 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 I wasn't a patient. I had a, a breakfast and a dinner. I have rec- I have three recruits in town, and one of the recruits' father is an orthopedic surgeon. Matter of fact, he's the, he's the doctor for the masters. He took over for Dr. Joe. Really? Yes, 2008. And so I got to talking about injuries with him, about the ACL stuff and the Tommy John. You know, we've always talked about this on the show. And he really set me straight on on what's happening and why these injuries are happening. And I'm going to try not to screw this up. I don't feel like he wants to come on the show. Um, but so – Basically, I talked to him about women because I feel like he goes, yep, it's it's 60% women compared to 40% men with the ACL stuff. And then yeah. you know, I, I dug into it a little bit. And I said, so what's the reasoning? What's the reasoning? He goes, well, the reasoning is, is that the ACL is a non-contact deceleration injury. So, it's you know, you don't see people wreck their ACLs when they crash somebody. It's always... They're off to the side, you know, they're, yeah. they're cutting or something right. like that. They go to make a cut, and then all of a sudden you see the... Yeah, so there's two reasons for that. So he showed me the joint. The joint, you know, looking at the knee directly, it's like a V, right? The joint, and, and there's two ligaments in there. It's the ACL, and it's, I don't even know, the UCL. I'm yeah. making it up, but it's something CL. Let's call it ACL, UCL. And so there's a gap in that V, if you could see me. So my fingers are kind of close together for the women, and it gets a little further apart for the men. So he said, basically, there's more room for error in there for the males compared to the females. There's not a lot of leeway or give. So that's one of the reasons why the women have more ACL problems than the men. He said the second reason is that the muscle fiber pattern is different for women than it is for men. So he said the combination of the two, he said the jump stop is uh, is a big thing that causes women. Think about the jump stop in basketball. Right. Right. That's a deceleration. Uh, in soccer, he said it's really a lot, you know, when they come to a stop. He said so it's just that's really the main reason why these ACLs. And then we'll get into the Tommy John and stuff when I come back because I talked about weight training and this and that. And so very interesting, and it's, it's you know, I think people can learn from it. Yeah. Um, you listen to The Buzz with Rich and Woody at 888-299-3151. Give us a call. Bam. Superstitious. Come on. Maddie went out with Ohio players. Fire! Yeah. 
Welcome back to the buzz. 888-299-3151. So I just got a text. Canaan Hardware has the eggs. I'm like, do they deliver? <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to this. Back to the doctor. Okay. Yeah. So I talked about Tommy John and why, you know, why nobody had knee injuries when I played. There was no such thing as Tommy John. Matter of fact. The guy he replaced at the Masters in 2008 to be the doctor for the Masters was Dr. Job. He's the guy who invented Tommy John surgery. Really? Yeah. Ah. So funny. We'll get. I'll get back. I'll tell a funny story. So he went to a dinner with Dr. Job. He's told me. He's sitting next to this guy. Talked to him the whole night. Great guy. He gets home and he says to his buddies, "Yeah, dinner with Dr. Job. This guy named Sandy Koufax." The guy goes, what? He goes, yeah, I, I, sat, I sat dinner with this guy named Sandy Koufax. <laughs> His buddy's like, you never heard of Sandy Koufax? He goes, no. He goes, he's one of the top five pitchers of all time in Major League Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> and this guy knows sports, too. So I don't, maybe, maybe I don't know. He, he caught me off guard to that one. So anyways, back to the ACLs and the Tommy John. So this is what's going on, people. And I've talked about it, and I'm gonna and and I had a bunch of stats like it runs right into this. So I'm I'm going through all the complete complete games that are pitched that have been pitched over the years. Look at Nolan Ryan. Look at Randy Johnson. Look at Clemens. They all threw 95 to 100. They never had Tommy John. They never had anything. And and I'm gonna talk to you about what's changed in the in the clubhouse. But what happens is everybody's working out now. Everybody's got a trainer. So all these guys are bulking up with the muscle. And so the muscles are getting so big and strong is that the ligaments and the cartilage can't hold right. the, can't hold the load. Well, and I've said that from the beginning about it, but I, he, he, he confirmed it to me yesterday. He goes, right. this working out and bulking up, and he said, and the reasons they do it for Major League Baseball is because of those contracts, right? They get that one contract because they're big, strong, and fast. But there, there can be a price to pay for all the money that you're making. But it's trickled right down into. I mean, we got kids in high school getting tricked Tommy John surgery now. So right. It's just like you know, we got everybody on a pitch count and all this stuff. You know, just talked about the Lebanon game where Lebanon had the game one, had to take the pitcher out four-two lead. He's on a pitch count, like. I went down to Trey's game yesterday, and I'm watching the kid in the bullpen throw 50 pitches to warm up. And then he goes out. There's no – the pitch count is a myth. Yeah. It's an absolute myth. It is. Everybody who has ever pitched a game of baseball left the game with a sore arm. That's normal. We talk about it week in and week out. What you do off the field is what causes this. So let's let's get into Major League Baseball. All these crazy injuries. Like, Guys, no, hardly anybody plays 162 games. It's unheard of. Guys can't pitch more than five innings. Complete game now is five innings, four and a third, or whatever the hell it is. So, what has changed? I was thinking about it the other night. So, when you were in the clubhouse, what was in the clubhouse offered to you? You had beer. Yeah. You had chew. You had chocolate s- milk. Seeds. Yeah. You had chocolate milk. You always had bubble gum. Yeah. What'd you have for food? On the road, there was a spread. Like, Sapa. I know. Did you have burgers? Did you have no. burgers? Chicken? They might pasta, have. Pasta? Yeah. Pasta? Yeah. Carbs? Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. Okay, so now what's in the locker room now? Right? Prime rib. Sports rib drink. Ice. Sports drink. Kale salad. Granola bars. Uh, non-alcoholic beer, probably. Uh Anything that's really good for you, at least you think it's good for you, healthy, right? Everybody's healthy now. It's funny. Everybody's healthy now and everybody's hurt. So I know no one wants to hear this. And so you could call the show and tell me I'm full of it. But just this, this isn't the way things used to be. It's the way things are. And I can just go through the complete game list. It's an absolute, it's ridiculous. So let's go over complete game. So to start it off. The active pitcher who has the most complete games in the major leagues right now is Justin Verlander with 26. He's thrown 26 complete games. And we all know how good and great he is. He's a Hall of Famer. Okay? But if you look... In 2021, the the league leader, Garrett Cole and Sean Manea, they led the league in complete games. They both threw two. Last year. Now, I'm going to go through this list that I compiled quick, quick. I'm going to try to. It's a pretty big list. 830 guys have thrown more, have thrown 50 or more complete games in the history of Major League Baseball. 830. And right now, the active guys are 26. Cy Young threw 749. Okay. You can say what you want. Nothing's changed. The mound's the same length. The mound's the same height. And you're throwing a ball to a catcher. Walter Johnson, 531. Now, let's, I'm trying to get back into people that we know. Not, I'm not talking about Abe Lincoln and George Washington. Gaylord Perry had 303 complete games. Bob Gibson threw 95 to 100, threw 255. Steve Carlton, 254. Phil Necro, 245. Juan Marichal, 244. Bly Levin, 242. Seaver, 231. Nolan Ryan, 222. Jimmy Palmer, 211. Louis Tiant threw 187 complete games. Catfish Hunter, 181. Jim Cott, 180. Roger Clemens, he had 118. In back-to-back seasons, he had 18-17. Even Babe Ruth threw 107. Eck threw 100. Yeah. Now 26. That's, we're not talking wins. Right. We're talking complete games. Complete games. games. What has changed besides the things that I'm talking about? Analytics. Numbers. It's a numbers game. Yeah. And that can get us right into the Red Sox debacle. Yeah. Right. What what they're doing is just is, is, is a crime. It what, is. What the, what, what the Red Sox are doing. So, and I know I'm preaching people, and you know what? I never let my kids play AAU anything and everybody crucified me for it i'm holding my kids back you know what they turned out fine they they the two of them who played went out went on to play college sports they had fine careers trey's in the middle of one and it was very and knock on wood right what do we want for our kids safety right be healthy be safe those are the most important things in your world right it's your it's your family and somehow and then you throw in the money aspect of it. The the money that people are spending on these youth sports is in, it's all, it's in the billions, 
what people are spending on youth sports on their kids to have the next latest and greatest. You have to be careful. And I don't know how you make it go backwards any more than want to make baseball go backwards where we don't have to put a man on second base in the extra innings or we need a pitch clock or we need to replay every damn pitch or every call. Like, we're not going backwards, but we can maintain some kind of sanity here for the kids. This isn't about the parents. It's about the kids. It's about the welfare of your kid. I mean, I think about when when Anna broke her wrist or, you know, Trey ran into the wall at KUA and threw his shoulder out. Like, those are those, – those, that's just part of playing sports. But this other stuff, I mean, an ACL surgery, that's a year. Yeah. That's a year of your kid's youth sports life. I mean, these kids have bad hips. got the bad shoulders. They got the Tommy John. I mean, it, it never ends. And it's all because of playing one sport, and it's overtraining. And that's it. It's as easy as that. And you can believe what you want. I've talked about it just because that was my intuition. But it was confirmed yesterday. Yeah. I want to just touch on it when we come back yep. after the break. Sure. 888-299-3151. The buzz. Bam. Tell me something good. Rufus. Good job, Maddie. Right on it today. Welcome back to The Buzz. I did forget a few things in today's uh, locker room for the for the baseball guys. I, I also had dental floss, massage, psychologist, yoga instructor, nutritionist, steroids, uh, short off season, and specializing. It's it's a long list of what it used to be. It used to be beer, chew, seeds, gum, bad food, greenies, and whatever it took. Another thing that I saw when you were talking about that was, you know. We get ready for a game, and I never did because I was a, a pitcher. Yeah, was they put the eye black on? Right. You see them sitting over there in their locker, and they're putting their eye black on, getting ready for a game. Now they come out and they stand on the front step, and the trainer comes through, Train. marking their eyes. Does he really? Oh, whoever. He I is. used to use it. I don't well, know why. I yeah, it but cool. what I'm saying is, you used to put it on yourself. Yeah, right. They, no. they can't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, what has, what is all the good food got to do with the Tommy John? You were saying they, it's, it's a no. change. Well, everything's moved towards health and fitness. Right. Health and fitness is, is it. You know, that's great for life. Right. I mean, health and fitness is great for life. Right? There's no question about it. I mean, that, I don't know what statistics will tell you if we're living longer or right. who's living longer and who isn't. Right? But it's just, it's part of the package. Right. So, what it sounds to me like when you explain that to me, and we've talked about this. Yep. It's the body getting bigger, stronger, and the a- the ACL or whatever can't hold up. The right. body just can't hold up with that continuous 
97 to 100 with those, all the time because I built my body up to do it, and it just can't With those handle big it. muscles. Right. So think about the guys who do, like, the Mr. World, whatever, the bodybuilding. Oh. Okay, but I'm just saying. Yeah. How many of those guys are running around doing stuff? None. They ain't running. None of them. Right. Right. That's, that's exactly right. And what would happen if they did? Right. They would blow everything out. Right. That's the big version of it. Like, that's right. literally something on steroids, right? You know, in the big scheme of things. So, yeah, there's, listen, I understand we all want our kids to be great and the next latest and greatest, and I was thinking about it. You know who the last latest and greatest was around here for baseball? You. <laughs> what freaking year did you graduate from high school? 1981? Yeah. Yeah. 41 years ago you graduated. Ain't no one around here playing in the major leagues since 1981. Right? Let right. alone Division One baseball. I was trying to think, how many kids we have here playing Division One baseball? You probably... You don't have to. Right. You don't have to. You don't have to have the latest and greatest kid. Just have a, just have a kid who has a fun high school career, and if he gets to go to college and... You can get some money for it. That's amazing. Like you, you're fort- you're one of the lucky ones. You're right. One of, you're one of the lucky ones. What is it? Forty million kids play sports. The AD told us the other day, like five percent play college sports, and less than two play Division One. Right. Right. So I mean, just do the math in your head. You don't listen. My kids were good, average athletes. And I was thrilled about that. I really was. You don't have to be who your father was or no different than your kids had to be. Not I mean, that I was a great athlete. I, I was an average athlete. But you know what? I did it like everybody did it. I don't put it into terms like you do. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But what it comes down to is if you're good enough, they'll find you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No question. Now, these AEU teams use us for a, a, a building block. So they go out to Exposure. the. Right. Yes. They go out. They've seen these Legion games. Yep. Okay. Well, you don't have anybody watching you, and I'm going to put your kid in front of scouts, right. and, and, and he's going to get signed. So all these kids going bang, down bang. to the Concord Canyons. And- yeah. Uh, the Rough Riders in Boston, where are those kids going? Right? They're going to the same colleges our kids are going here from Legion. Right. They're going to the same schools. And what's it cost you yes. to play Legion? 50 bucks. Nothing. Right. What's it cost you to play for the Concord Cannons? Probably anywhere five to $7,000. Right. And you're traveling. You, you... I can't give you names <sighs> because I don't know. But we had one go to the Conkin Cannons last year. Yeah. It was right around $5,000, somewhere in that area. Yep. I can't give you a definite number. Yeah. He's coming back. Yeah. 16 at bats, five grand. Last summer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's like, what, 400 bucks in a bat? Yeah. 390 I mean, in a bat. Three hundred ninety dollars for your kid to get get to the plate in a summer baseball game, and it's like, well, you have 
no scouts watching, Division One scouts watching. There's a reason for that. Division One, this doesn't matter. This place. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, though yeah, there's yeah. a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, right. There's no Division One players at the game. I get it. I totally get it. Maybe I get it too much. I was on the other end of it. Maybe, maybe if my kids would have played AAU. I can guarantee you <laughs> something. If you come out and you're a true Division One or you're a true Major League pitcher, you will have people there. Yep. Okay? Do you think Lebanon High School called 13 Major League scouts to have them come in and watch me in 1981? No, they didn't come. Okay. Anymore. No, I'm just no. They don't. We packed the screen. How did they find out? Word is there. They know whether you think so or not. Right. Yeah. And that's what I try to explain to some kids that ask me. I said, "Listen, I'm from old school. If you're good enough, they'll be here. They'll come." Well, they haven't come for 41 years, but maybe maybe this is a year. Uh, well, you know <laughs> that. Uh, that statement isn't really true, just uh, because we've had Scott Wessel, we've had, uh, uh, I mean, back in the day, Doug Lacoste, they yeah. all went on to play professional baseball. Yeah, that was 1963. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is they were good enough. They found them. Yeah. They know Yeah, is all I'm trying to say. I get it. What's the percentage? Does it matter? Not much. Not much. It's less than one. Yeah. It's less than a half percent. It is. And whatever. But you, all I'm saying is, is if you got the God-given talent, they'll find you. Yep. Let's get to local sports. Hartford, big win last night. Baseball. The bottom of the ninth come up with two. With two outs, nobody on. Hollis Brookline beats Hanover. Hartford plays tonight at home at 7 o'clock against Rutland as well. Billy Vaglia at the helm. Uh, Hanover loses to Hollis Brookline yesterday. Thetford rolled over Lamoille. There were a lot of games. I guess today in New Hampshire there's not a lot of games. Greg seemed to think it was like SAT time. I'm not really sure. We had Plymouth beat Stevens in baseball. Stevens is 1-7. Uh, Mascoma got beat by Hopkins in 13 love Mascoma's 0-8 Stevens beats Plymouth in softball no hitter down there for Brianna Frisbee struck out 11 defeated the Bobcats Stevens 4-3 with a victory Arta Valley beats Hartford in softball uh, Hartford's 3-3 uh, three three. they're at home at 5 o'clock tonight over at Maxfield there's a double header with softball against Rutland Baseball's at 7 under the lights. You want to do something tonight. Linden beat Oxbow. Green Mountain beat White River Valley. Uh, White River Valley's 0-7. Uh, softball, Hopkinton beat Mascoma. Wow, tough day out there. Uh, girls are 1-8 uh, softball team, Mascoma. Tennis, Hanover beat Keene. Berlin beat Stevens. Rutland over Hartford. Boys tennis, Lebanon 6-0 beat Kennett. And lacrosse, we're gonna kind of beat Hanover. Uh, wow, sixteen to five. Hanover, uh, yep, that's it. That's it for the local roundup. I know today basically it's Vermont's playing a bunch of sports, is what I heard Greg say on the radio. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know it's funny. Colleges are Trey's out of school now, and you know a lot of college 
Plymouth graduating today, and here we are in the Upper Valley, probably have a good another three or four weeks of baseball. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the weather's getting good, so now you can get out now and watch some games. Now it's time to go. I've had yeah. enough of the wind and cold. You go to some games and, you know, get out there. And, yeah, so Dartmouth's got a bunch going on up there today. I know that there's, a like, the green-white scrimmage. I know they don't call it that. The football's definitely playing today because it's a big recruiting day. Softball uh, is playing Cornell because Cornell's here at the Hilton Garden. All the teams stay here. I know it. The away teams. It's amazing. Um, I know there's a lot going on at Dartmouth today, a ton sports-wise, because I, I was up there early this morning. Like I said, I've got three recruits in town, and I saw all the bosses up there getting ready for the big for the big day of Dartmouth sports. Um, and so, what do we got? We got uh, track and fields away. Manhattan's at Dartmouth at 2 o'clock for a baseball game, and the Cornell softball doubleheader starts at 12.30. And the football game, I couldn't even tell you what time that started. <laughs> Do you remember? Earth, wind, and fire. 888-299-3151. Let's give us some calls. Let's get it right. We're going to get on the Red Sox here when we come back. Cheer us all up. Listen to the buzz. <laughs> Rich and Woody. Bam! Remember you out there to Al's Roller Skating Rink. Boogie, oogie, oogie. Al's Rink with your bell bottoms on. Remember? Uh, it's right over to 174 over there in White River. <laughs> we got uh, we got to give a shout-out to uh, Christian Gomes, the owner of Ford of Claremont. On Monday, May 2nd, the Claremont Police Department was presented with a brand-new Harley-Davidson police motorcycle donated by the Ford of Claremont. Christian is a retired police officer. Uh, he purchased uh, the Harley-Davidson in Northampton, New Hampshire, Seacoast Harley-Davidson. Um, and the graphics on the motorcycle were done other than our f- favorite sign guy, Peyton Place Signs, and Chad Hemingway. So congratulations to the Claremont Police Department for getting a new, brand-new motorcycle. I want to say it cost, the cost of that new motorcycle is around 30 5000 could be even a little more than that. So uh, good for you, Christian, for doing something great for the town of Claremont. Um, I'm sure they're thrilled to have it. Nothing like getting new something. Um, Brittany Griner, detained in Russia. U.S. is negotiating. <laughs> uh, she's been over there 80 days now. She's determined she was wrongfully detained. She was arrested in February at a Moscow airport while entering the country. She illegally brought vape cartridges containing hashish oil. Scheduled hearing May 19th. Man, you got to... It's... We could go any direction with this. <laughs> it's not... It's, I wouldn't say justice is being served, but it's like any other... Any other thing that we talk about that we have to defend on this show, and even for when we do things that we shouldn't do, and don't take this the wrong way, and don't you don't have to call me and bash me. I, I talked to somebody about this story, and the first thing they said to me, okay, if she doesn't bring hashish oil to Russia, then 
would not that we don't have this conversation right right she tried to bring it in she got caught and whether i she knew that that was something illegal i mean we're talking russia here i mean russia's not exactly in good graces with anybody in the world right now for for obvious reasons but she is stuck over there she's going she's on she's an 80 they said she's not kidnapped just she's not coming home here uh, immediately so they're trying to free her from Russia, which is just the craziest story, if, I guess, if you dug down into it. Um, Adrian Peterson, one of our favorite running backs, has agreed to 20 sessions of domestic violence and alcohol counseling within the next six months, following yet another arrest on suspicion of domestic violence. On an airplane, no less, with his wife. Getting a spat with his wife. She goes, hey, he didn't hit me. Everything's fine. Okay. <laughs> you know how that Yeah. You know how that works. Yeah. After the fact, you know, they always come back and, you know, they protect their husbands or their spouses or whoever's doing this. But Adrian Peterson, like, how, how many strikes do you get with this? Right. Right? Forget the fact that he's played for 100 years right. and he had a great career. Like, and it doesn't even matter if he was a rookie and this has happened. Like, let's just take care of this. Like, there's no place for that. Like, we we have courses at Dartmouth for this now, and it's 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 at the forefront of everything that we do as far as, you know, anything in life. You know, it's, it's, it's with the kids. It's this. Sexual abuse. These are all things that are at the forefront of our communities right right now. And here we have a guy who's going to be a Hall of Fame. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't care how many domestic violence charges he gets. He will get into the NFL Hall of Fame. He will. Yeah. This isn't baseball where if you get caught betting, betting a game, you get banned for life. Or you shoot yourself in the butt with a needle. Right? You're banned for life. This is football. And this guy, this isn't the first time. And... This needs to be taken care of. The NFL is just so bad at policing their sport. It, it's it's sickening. And, like, these guys have so much money and so much – they get so many breaks in life. This this needs to be taken care of. If this was me, if this was the common folk, anybody listening to this show, what would happen to us? How many domestic violence chances do you get in your life? Right. Right? Not many. Yeah. I mean, one's too many, but here we are, front page of the paper once again. You know, Adrian Peterson. Just You're right. Roll. Mike Tyson hitting the guy. Guy hit Mike Tyson with a water bottle. He took care of it himself on the plane. Bloodied him up. Did Mike, he? that's enough. Okay. That was the end of it. Yeah. No charges pressed. That was <laughs> right. If that's Rob Wooded, yeah. pull the plane over. Yeah. Take you back to where we started. <laughs> you listen to the buzz, Rich and Woody, 888-299-3151. Yep. I'm your boogeyman. That's what I am. I'm here whatever I Yep. Late afternoon. Welcome back to the buzz. One hour in the books. Give us a call, 888-299-3151. So the Reds, I'm driving home. I went to a funeral on Sunday down in Laconia. I'm driving home. Turn the socks on. Haven't, I don't get to watch them. Listen to the game. 
Playing Baltimore. Worst team in baseball. Now the second worst. Um, third inning, they left, whatever. First inning, two guys they leave on. Third, second inning, third inning, guy walks. Next guy gets hit by a pitch. Base is loaded. And we got Jackie Bradley swinging at the first pitch. Who is it? Who is it? Hey. Hello. Hello. Who is it? Thanks for the call. They can't hear you. Can you hear us now? I can Can hear you now. Who is it? It's Bruno. Bruno. (laughs) What's up, Bruno? Uh, I want to give you a correction. Uh, Yeah. The uh, Scott Wessel worked at Dulax. Troy Wessel played the baseball. <laughs> there you go. I thought of that, Bruno. I tried to slip it by, but didn't work. <laughs> all yeah. Right. Uh, all right. Have a good one. Thanks right, for the Bruno. call, Bruno. <laughs> okay. Sucks. This is all I'm going to say. I know you're going to. We're going to blame the pitching. Gonna blame the relievers. Cora, we're not on the Cora bandwagon. We never have been. We've got Bogarts hitting 350. We've got JD hitting 303. You've got Devers hitting 286, and the next guy in lines batting 219. And keep going down. Right. Our fourth best hitter in the lineup is batting 219. There's more to this than the crappy bullpen. The bullpen has spit it up. They've like, had 12 chances, and they've blown seven of them at the, at the very least. So wh- where are we going with this? You're a Red, you played for the Red Sox. You watch every game. What's, what, 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 you said it yourself. You can't win the World Series in April, but you can lose it. Can they recover from this? No. Absolutely not. And what's the reasoning? Because of your hitting. You're going to have bad games, okay? You're going to have guys blow saves once in a while. I mean, you look at the best save guys, and and usually on average they'll have one or two blown saves in a total year. Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. The bullpen, okay? We got a guy in the bullpen that made the all-star game last year in the first half. Yep. And now can't. And we gave him a big contract, too. Yeah. And he can't even get in the game now. And when he does, he gets hammered. And what changed? Sticky stuff and and, and control of the curveball. Sticky stuff. Yeah. Yep. But the starting pitcher, pitchers, are near the top of the line in the majors right now. Are they really? Yes. Okay. We're holding teams to, on the average, two to three runs a game. We can't score. We don't average, you know, three to five runs a game. We're hanging at two and three every game. 
You cannot have a block of four or five at the bottom of your order hitting less than 200. Yeah. We get six of them. Right. Now, we used to be able to escape that when we had a block of seven that were playing the game. Yeah. We got rid of that last year and we replaced with 100 and 180 hitters, average, 180, okay? I take Renfro, for instance, hit 280, 290 with 30 home runs and replaced him with Jackie Bradley that hit 197 and three home runs. Right. You can't escape this. Right. And then I said Daubach, because he was so young last year that came through at the end of the year, he needs a chance to play every day and see what he can do. Yeah. While we've seen what he can do and what he's going to do. Yeah. He needs to go. And then you put Vasquez, the backup catcher, uh, center fielder, He's batting a buck something. Yeah. TK. And he's hit the TK's hit more foul ball home runs than anybody in the league. Yep. Okay? Yep. You can't have a block of four and five at the bottom of the order while these guys are hitting three something. Okay. And then you get to this block and it's over. Unless they're hitting home runs, which they will, to score. Three, four, five runs. J.D., I know, he hit a grand slam the other night. Okay? That happens. But on the average game, you are done. Who do you have? Like, we got rid of Shaw, who hasn't had a hit. Since Vietnam. 0 for 40 in a, last yeah. year and this year. Yep. Yeah. Okay? We replace him with Cadero. Right, yeah. Who's had two more hits. Yeah, he played last Sunday, yeah. 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 Okay? Yep. You have no one on the bench that can come out and and maybe give you a, a hit or something. Okay? Nobody. You can't name me nobody. Well, somebody might come out. Okay, on a given night, Cadero comes out, gets a hit, wins a ball game. Okay. Okay, I guess we're great now. But over an average of 162 games, you will be 20 games out at the end of the season. And that's where you're headed right now. At least. They're done. Yeah. They have nothing, nothing on that bench that can convince you that they're going to make a comeback right now. Okay, so you're saying... They don't have anybody on the bench that can hit. They don't have anybody on the field that can hit. So you. Well, we do. We got four guys that can hit, but that you can't have just four guys okay, so doing we, it. Let's backtrack a little bit. Before the season started, we sat here and we talked about contracts. Yeah. Right. So we we lowball the shortstop. Yeah. We don't endeavors. We just humiliated him with the offer, if there even was one. 
Then we signed this story kid, right? When you had Christian Arroyo, you could get him for a million or two million a year. We're going to pay this guy $140 million. I mean, the other night against Otani, he struck out four times, and he missed nine of the – swung and missed at nine of the 12 strikes. Right. You know, and whatever. He's golden bat and this and that. Da, 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 da. We're going to lose the good players. Right. They're going to leave. Yeah. Bogart's going to leave. Yep. They paid Trevor Story more than they offered Bogart's. Right. That don't make sense, this is, does it? This is playing a role here. There's a lot of unhappy guys in that locker room. Right. Right? So your leaders are pissed off. Your role players are doing nothing. Right? Which, how many role players should you actually have on a major league right. starting roster? Right? There shouldn't be any role players starting unless someone gets hurt. I mean, first base is an absolute nightmare. Yeah. We got... Daba. Well, no, they put Frenchio. We don't even have guys who can catch the ball at first right. base, let alone hit the friggin' ball. You ever heard of it? Did you ever play besides Natch? I never saw a first baseman drop a ball. Someone I played <laughs> the with. The other night he hit him in the glove right. and rolled out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, these guys can't even catch the ball. We this, can't. Is, this is Major League Baseball. Who do we get rid of in the offseason we couldn't afford to sign? Swarber. Schwarber. Another one. Renfro. I mean, go right around. These are all your hitters, and we didn't replace them okay. with anybody. So who are we turning into? I can tell you right now. Baltimore? Two words. Who's that? Tampa Bay. Right. We're Tampa Bay. We're going to get rid of all our stars that we paid money to. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to start a farm system, and we're going to be the Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Rays. We're going to have a bunch of – we're going to have 12 pitchers, and we're going to have eight guys in the field who we never heard of, and we're going to be the Boston Red Sox. Well, it's a lot worse if we could be as good as Tampa Bay. How long did but it take? But I guess that's going to be long? a price to well, pay. How, how long did it take? Quite a few years. I went to a game in Tampa Bay five years ago. There were 6,000 people. Yeah. We walked out of the park, and the guy goes, hey, you want some – one of the guys working there goes, would you like eight free tickets for tomorrow? I said, no, we're good. Right. Right. right? I mean, they were, they, were, they were Baltimore. Right. And Baltimore's beating us now. You said – listen, I have no listen. idea if the Red Sox can recover. You know way more about this than I do. I don't watch it, and I don't care, honestly. They don't have a team to recover. They can't win enough in a row to recover. We have lost seven series already this year, yeah. and it's only May. Right. <coughs> yeah, early May. Yeah. Yeah. It's brutal. So, but the thing about it is, Tampa Bay can do what they – like, they can do what they – we are a big market team. We are the like the Yankees. We got to go. We're the Yankees Dodgers. Right. Yeah. We've won we more World it. Series right now since 2000 than any team in Major League Baseball. Yeah. But the thing about it is Red Sox can get away with it. We can't. Watching them on TV, we can't. But they're going to pack the stadium every night. For how long? It'll pack up every night. I saw a guy put tickets out on Facebook yesterday, and people were saying, why would we do that? 
Right. I mean, People it, love to go watch the game. To a point. Well, I understand. When you're frustrated, well, listen. When you start as a fan, when you start getting frustrated with management and and the moves they make, I mean, Mookie Betts is a, is a great example. Whether Mookie wanted to be here or not, it's irrelevant. He was here, and he yeah. was a great player. He was a great citizen, and a good team guy, and he could play in every position. We just watch him walk out of town because. We couldn't afford it. Listen, if he didn't want to be here, then he didn't want to be here. Then you couldn't have paid him enough. But at least try. Right. You can't win all the battles. But you know what? You can't win any battle if you don't fight it. Right. At least try. Tell us something. Tell us something that happened, like what you tried to do. You know, I think that's fresh on people's minds. He's out there in L.A. They won a World Series. He's out there having fun, you know, and he's playing. You know, those fans, I mean – to them, it's just entertainment. They go to the games. You know, it's L.A., Rodeo Drive. So, we give story. Yep. We give story $27 million. Yep. A year. Common sense would have to tell me that you got to give Devers or Borgards $10 million more than what you're giving him. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. So you better be ready to go $37 million if you're going to give him 27 they've, and be happy. And that ain't happening. Not both it. of them. No Boston teams do that. Right. Nobody does that. Look at the Patriots. We haven't right. even got to the damn draft yet. Right. <laughs> hey, listen to the buzz. Rich and Woodrow. Bam. There you go, Maddie. You're right on it today, kid. Welcome back to the buzz. Trying to thank the sponsors for the Claremont. Edward Jones Investment Hotline, TBW Automotive, 35 years in service. Kid is automotive. If they can't fix it, scrap it. Mars Brothers Deli. Upper Valley Stove, Shawnee Griffin, Wilson Tire. Man, Wilson Tire. I drove by this morning at 730. There had to be 15 people standing in line. What are they doing? Getting their winter tires off. God, it's May. HP Roofing. They're not goofing, they're roofing. JS Autobody, Pete and Toby. Pete's got to be some blue about these Boston teams. Bubba's Bar and Grill. Bubba's. Jake's Market. Everywhere. Richard's Electric. Over in Wilder. Four Aces Diner over there in West Lab. Great, great spot for breakfast with the family. Where were you this morning? I was up at Hanover with my team in FOCO, the food court. <laughs> Smith Auctioneers, Pro Optical in the Target Plaza, serving the Valley for 40 years. MJS Lawn Care in Bells Falls. Lundy's Lawn Care and Maintenance. Lundy is looking for some workers if you need some work. Peyton Place Signs with Chad Hemingway. Martin's Mechanical, our favorite electrician. Barden Concrete, pouring slabs and foundations all around the Valley. Man, and Field and Stones Transport Field and Sons Transportation out of Grantham. Since nineteen seventy three. Specializing in transporting mobile and modular housing. What a crew. Thank you guys for being part of our show. Um, so the Red Sox, you know, Cora, he's managing these games like he he doesn't know anything about baseball. He's to turn into a totals numbers nerd. You know, he got Whitlock out the other night, gets into the sixth inning, he's mowing him down. Yeah. Just, just, it's just crazy. He's, he's, I don't know. 
We've said that from the beginning. Yeah. Even when they were winning, you know, he's a player's manager. We get that for sure. That goes a long way to a certain point. So when you're winning. It goes on for years and years and years. I said it a hundred times. I see it again the other night. They come on TV, make a bunt, get the guy on second and third, and they score. Beautiful. They come on, and they say the Red Sox did it twice that week. They said the Red Sox lead in, you know, Safety bunts and... and, and Last year they were last. Right. Yep. So, it all worked for them. So, here we have trouble scoring runs. We got guys on first and second. I said, perfect. Lay down a bunt right here. It isn't J.D., it ain't Devers, it's Vertigo. Yep. Okay? Who's been having... Trouble bat hitting a little bit. Bat 204. Yeah. I said, perfect guy. Lay down the bunt. The third baseman is in the shortstop position. There is no one there. Yep. Lay it down. You know, base is loaded. No out. No, nope, we hit into a double play. Can't do that. Oh, well. In and over. <laughs> I'm going, really? You got the perfect opportunity here. But numbers say you can't get that ball down, and your odds are better to get a hit. That's what they're doing. Brutal. Playing the numbers game. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we are Boston. If we have won 50 World Series in a row, we want 51. That's just the way it is. That's the way we roll. We can't take this 10 and 17, 10 and 17, 10 games back going into early May with no chance to get back. Yep. On next year. Oh, wait until next year. Okay. We go to the draft. <laughs> We're going to have anybody. Let's go to the draft. Who, what do we need? What did the pet we, what did the pets need? In our we minds? needed some, some linebackers who can get out there and tackle yes. and and have the Buffalo Bills punt in one yeah game. that'd be big. yeah how many linebackers do we draft none <laughs> not one <laughs> what do we know <laughs> not not a lot right so the the only reasoning I could think of okay we took Cole Strange out of Chattanooga right our favorite offensive. <laughs> Our favorite offensive lineman, and he might be great. I mean, I have no idea. Brady was a six-round draft pick. Who the heck right. knows? But you go down the draft, we draft two running backs. We already have two great ones. So that tells you they're getting rid of one of the two because they don't want to pay them. We draft a quarterback out of Western Kentucky, right, who threw for like 6,000 yards last year and 60-something touchdowns, right? So that tells you that they're thinking about replacing cement shoes already. Yeah. And then we got a wide receiver, 6'3", weighs a buck eighty. We drafted a 5'8", defensive back, punt returner, which I think should, might be a slot receiver. The only thing I could possibly think that Belichick's doing is that he has guys in-house that are young that haven't played. That's the only thing I could think of yeah. he's doing. He thinks he has, and he might have. 
he might have guys right in that locker room that he's developing that we don't know about who haven't played a lot. That's the only answer to this draft. Because we, on paper, we did not better ourselves. No. Right? We just didn't. But you don't play the, the game Jets on paper. The Jets bettered themselves. Yeah, they'll win four games now, definitely. Yeah. They're, they're way better for it. And we might be right there with them. This could be one hell of a year for Boston Whoa. sports. Right? Listen, the Celts are in it. The Bruins won a game last night for the gate. Right? I'll add extra income for that extra game. I get that. Um, and you know, the Sox are the Sox right now. But the Patriots... Look what all the other teams did. Yeah. How better everybody got. Like, Buffalo got way better, which is hard to believe, right? Buffalo bettered themselves this year. Miami got way better this year. Cleveland, if, you know, the massage yeah. guy gets to play, they're way better this year. Denver got Russell Wilson. I right. Mean, San Diego's, you know, the Chargers, L.A. Chargers, they got way better. Right, we're talking. The Ravens got better. Like the Ravens had one of the best drafts they've ever had. They said. I just named six teams. I didn't even name the Chiefs. Right. That's seven teams that got better. I don't know if the Chiefs got better, but if they if they maintain what they have, right. they're gonna be there at the end. You know, they got rid of Hill. Which, well, which, you can't replace at speed. Is all I'm saying. They have a ton of weapons. I mean, they got Kelsey, yeah. who, you know, double teamed all the time. They have speed on the outside. Well, that's the thing. Does do the Patriots have a guy that has to be double teamed? When they had Gronkowski, Edelman, you had to make the your choice. The only guy you need to double team on the Patriots is Belichick. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So if everybody can come up and play one-on-one with you, how do you think your chances are going to be? Not good. Got a great running game. Yeah. If we keep those guys healthy, I'm just saying, the running game leads to play-action pass. Yeah. So in that regard, they could be better. But it's not about the offense. It's about the defense. The defense, the Buffalo Bills, the last two games we played them, they never punted. Right. That's not even being in the same game. It's not even in the ballpark. It's right. embarrassing. And I know it's Buffalo's time. Buffalo's in the window. Listen, everybody gets the window, right? It's a three- to five-year window where, you you know, we watch Denver do it. We watch Seattle do it. We watch the Colts do it, right? Everybody gets that window of that time frame where they can, you know, they maximize the money. Guys take pay cuts. We watched it for 20 years with Brady, taking the hometown discount to get good players in here. That was a good window. That was a long window. That was win. a window. That was freaking Anderson and all the other window companies together. Lowen windows, Anderson windows. Yeah. It was a, that was the window like no window. But you don't need that. You don't have to. We don't need a dynasty here. We already had that, right? We are so fortunate. And that's part of the problem. Part of the problem is that we grew up like we are right now. Right, we wouldn't be complaining about any of these teams if we hadn't got spoiled. We right. got spoiled by the Red Sox and the Patriots in the last twenty years. It's been an amazing run. And I know but if, if you think about it, though, Parks, when you were young, kid, Patriots were terrible. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. And then we had the We long didn't complain day. about anything. We're the Patriots. Right. Right. We're going to lose this week. Yeah. We're good. We're going to the game. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And the Red Sox, I mean, in 67, they lost in the World Series. Right? 86, we lose in the World Series. And it weren't a three-game window. I mean, a three-year window. Now, we were doing the right things, and we got our dynasties or whatever you want. Cowboy up with all these guys. They were doing the right things. But now, we changed our ways. We also, in all fairness, we know what every other team's doing now. We never did. Right. We only cared about our team. We didn't have social media. We didn't. ESPN wasn't what it was. Right. We know what every team is doing now. We watch these people. I, I watch the Dodgers spend the money they spend. And I just said, and if I cared like I used to care, I mean, I would be ripped. But I look at it now, I just laugh. Like, just like the Chiefs, they just keep adding weapons to that team, as great as they were. Yeah. Right? I look at the Dodgers, the Yankees, whatever. The Yankees are the Yankees. Eventually, they're going to buy one, and good for them. Now, here's, here's a story. Aaron Judge got offered, what, $230 million for eight years? Yeah. And he gambled on himself, and he's having a great year. Yeah. What's he getting paid next year? 350 Probably. I already said yeah. it. Someone's going to pay him three hundred and fifty million. He gambled on himself, and he earned him. He's going to earn himself an extra hundred and twenty million dollars. Number one, Boston ain't going to give him three fifty. No. Number two, it's either going to be either Yankees giving him three fifty, or the Dodgers, or the Dodgers. Yep. Or the Angels. That's it. I already likes to spend money out there, L.A. The Angels could too. Or the Mets. Yeah, true. Yeah, he's got it down to like five teams. Yeah. No tragedies. Uh-uh. Yeah. Now, there's a guy who wants to win. You're not going to see him go to Cleveland, right? No. Right? He's not going, Seattle. To, he's not going to the Marlins. Right. He's, he wants to win. I mean, the Yankees had, who was it? Col- uh, Cano. Cano. Went to Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. As last year ever see him. The burial ground. Got his mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's like going to Cleveland. All right. You listen to the buzz. Give us a call. 888-299-3151. We're going with the techno music. Bam. Yeah. Make that move. Shalimar. Did he say minivan? Reason why. Good job, Maddie. You are right on it today. Welcome back to the buzz. Prom night tonight, Lebanon. I'm trying to find out where it is. I know that my daughter, Virginia, is coming to town to do a little makeup and uh, hair for the girls. Really? Over at the Stone place today. Yep. Jackie Stone, headed to the prom. Headed to UNH to play football. Nice. Yep. Yeah, little defensive back, sister Libby's down at uh, in Texas playing in the national championship for club lacrosse from UNH. And I didn't get – I know they won the first game, but I haven't heard from Stoney since, so that might not be great news. So it's a big prom, so I'm sure most of the schools it's prom, prom season. Yeah. Honestly. So, man, the old prom. How many proms you go to? One, I believe. You did? Yeah. I didn't go two years. 
Tendero. <laughs> I went to a couple. Did you? At least. <laughs> Didn't we go at junior senior year? Yeah. Yeah. God, I might even went my first year out of college, but maybe I—I I mean, my first year out of high school, but maybe I did. I went to at least two. You mean you came back after college and went to a? No, college? no, no. I didn't go to college my first two years out of high school. Uh, and I was dating. I my my girlfriend was. I don't. Maybe I guess I went to two. So I went. I went out to uh, Enfield's Ziggy's Pizza Place here. Yep. Uh, Thursday night. Sitting there, in comes a guy, Zoolander. Yeah. Okay? I hadn't seen him in a lot of years yep. to talk to. He's standing there waiting. I walk up in back of him. I said, how you doing, Zoolander? He turned slow like that. <laughs> Ain't no one called him Zoolander since in his fourth and fifth grade football yep. when I coached him. Great kid, doing well. Is he? Yeah, yeah. He's Works down in Matt Lawrence, Matt. Trimmed down, right? Yeah. 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 Looks good. Man, he was a three hundred pounder. Yeah. Age. So we got the Georgia Bulldogs. They had fifteen guys drafted this year. How about that? Eight you would think that that hurt them in college. Eight on the defense, six on the offense, and the punter. Fifteen of their 22 starters were drafted by the NFL. That's how you win the national championship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right there. When you're facing Alabama, you will. They go hand in hand. They won it finally this year, and that's the reason why. They had 15 guys drafted to the NFL. That is – that's some great recruiting is what that is. So – how many did Alabama have this year? Did you see that? I didn't that? see the statistic. No. I just know that Georgia broke the record in the seven-round draft. Yeah. I think the record's 17. It's, I think it's 17, but there were, like, there were a bunch of – there were way more rounds in the old days. Now in the seven-round era, uh, 15 guys. I mean, that's two a round. Right. <laughs> that ain't bad, is it? <laughs> And they had a bunch of first rounders. Uh, what else is going on? I'm playing in a pro. I haven't played one. I haven't played golf this spring. I hurt my shoulder, as you know. Been trying to rest it, like a dope. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'm not great, but I can. It doesn't hurt me in everyday life. Right. It just hurts me to hit a golf ball. Go up to Stoney's and uh, the other night must have been Saturday, Sunday night. They had a baseball out there, and Stoney's got a nice <laughs> little pond up there. And someone says, you know, I could, used to throw a baseball this far. Like, the pond's like 30 yards. I could throw a ball over that pond. They're like, Lundy was there. Yeah. He's like, you can't throw the ball. I forgot all about my shoulder. I picked that ball up, and I threw it, and I'm like, I short-armed it. I couldn't even get my cock my arm back. That thing landed five yards short, right in the water. You know me. The thing was floating. Dog went out yeah. and got it, brought it back. I took a run and start. I threw that thing. Fall, went right to the ground. Right to the ground over. with the shoulder. Look up, and I'm like, get up, get up. Made it over by a yard. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, I'm just too old for that stuff. Like, I'm not even good at anything anymore. 
You know, it's like, get rid of the competitiveness. <laughs> Proving a point, right? Yeah. So here I am. Now I'm starting back to scratch. So apparently it's the rotator cuff. Two, two people have told me that. Of course, I haven't gone and seen anybody, but I've talked to two surgeons. Yep, it's your rotator cuff. you got to go in. Hopefully you didn't tear it. doesn't sound like you did because you can do some things, but you've got to go to rehab, physical therapy. So now, you, now the question is to the people, how can I bypass all the nonsense and just go to therapy with my insurance? Does anybody have that answer? I mean, I can't even get a doctor to call in a freaking antibiotic when I have a sinus infection, which I've had for like six weeks. I keep thinking it's going to go away. But I call them up, hey, come in. You know, you can come in tomorrow. you got to take a COVID. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I take COVID tests every week. I don't have COVID. Right. Yep. So, of course, me, I boycott it. So now... But I do need physical therapy. And, like, is there is that is that a thing where you call up physical therapy and say, hey, I need physical therapy? You have, I have no idea. I mean. Look it up on YouTube. It's always, you no, but it's always, a, it's about the insurance. Like, can I, can I bypass to go see my doctor to send me to a specialist to send me to therapy? That's the question. To save myself all the headache or do I need right. need to go through the paces if someone could call I'm sure we help have some healthcare people listening to the show because we're really healthy I know where the pre-prom is um, pre-prom is here Jenny's gonna do work they make a march oh it's at the high school they're marching at the high school all right they're having a prom at the high school no well she said they're marching at the high school. I don't know if they're marching onto the buses or if they're marching into the school. So that's it. She said come over for the pregame prom. Okay. <laughs> so I don't really know where the prom is. I still don't know where the prom is. But it is happening tonight, and I'm sure other towns are too because it's prom season. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we've got some great weather ahead of us. Yeah. Right? Ready to go. Good baseball weather. Golf courses are all open. The greens are all not great yet. But, you know, I think everybody aerified their greens late in the fall, so they're, you know, they're still filling in. And this spring hasn't been exactly the growing right. season. I haven't mowed my lawn yet. Have you mowed? No. I just got rid of the snow. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hasn't wow. been around long. Wow. Yeah. I've had my lawnmower for, I don't know, 10 years. Never changed the oil. Lost my guard. <laughs> so I have to wear glasses to mow my lawn, but it's self-propelled. It's a powerful bugger. Right. That's gonna, how often do you change oil on a lawnmower? Do you? Just add. Oh, is that what you do? Yeah. Huh. If it needs some. I'll be interested if that son of a gun starts up for its 10th. Summer. Oh, yeah, she will. Prime her right up. Give her a chance. She'll go. Well, we'll see because it's getting there. I'm judging it, but I'm actually thinking about getting a rider. That's what I've been using lately. Down a cap I just Bob. can't justify it. My lawn's not big enough as much as I'd like to. Let's Boy, when you get on that and go around that and done in 20 minutes. Oh, oh, I, love I know. It. It's, a, it's a good hour for me to mow my lawn. So we got Sergio, Lee Westwood, and Phil headed to the new tour. 
Sergio had a ruling last week. I don't know if anybody caught this on whatever, wherever you watch your golf. So Sergio hit a ball across the hazards. What I, this is how I've how I've read it, right? Okay, thank you. I'll read this in a second. Someone just wrote me on the on the shoulder. Okay, so Sergio hit a ball on the other side of the water. Or yep. I don't know if it was in the hazard or over the hazard or where it was. Well, it took him a long time to get find his way around the water to get to the ball. So the rules of golf have changed. So let's say me and you were playing number three at Carter. Yeah. Right. I get up. You hit it down the pipe. I hit it in the right woods in Carter. The minute I take a step in the woods, the second, I have three minutes to look for that ball. If I, That's it. Three minutes. If I yep. find that ball, and you play, now you play with people, they'll time you with the phones. Right? People are timing people. Yeah. Right? Kid walks in. Kid gets his phone. Bang. If I find that ball after three minutes... Say, this is what normally happens, and it happened at Yale this year, and the kid handled it poorly. He ended up fighting with the official and did not hand his scorecard in because he was so pissed. The kid should be kicked off his golf team, and I won't say what school it was. So here's a great example. They look for his ball. They look for his ball. They actually look 10 minutes instead of three. That's what normally happens. If no one cares, they could, you know, these kids get chummy with their yeah. kids they play with. You know, hey, you're a good kid. You know, they don't do anything. We'll come back with the golf ruling and Sergio and the new toy. Listen to the buzz, Rich and Winnie. Bam! <clears throat> yep, night fever. Welcome back to the buzz. This is it. Final stretch. So we got, so the ruling in golf. So the kid at Yale, what happened was they looked for his ball for 10 minutes. They gave up the search. He goes back to the to hit the second shot. While he's walking back, they find his ball, as usual. Well, he comes back. He wants to play it. He can't. He can't play the ball. And I don't know how it played out if he actually just said, screw you, and he played it. But I know he didn't sign his scorecard because he felt like he got screwed. And I don't know how it ended. They're, yeah, they're playing Proctor, actually. Trey Chickering, 4 o'clock. Yep, so KOA's home today versus Proctor in baseball. So anyway, Sergio hits his ball over the hazard. He ha takes him a long time to walk around the hazard to get to it. Well, the official comes over and says, your time's up. He goes, I just got here. Like He said he looked for it too long. The search starts when he starts searching for the ball. It doesn't start. Doesn't One foot into the woods, the clock well, goes. In his case... The official started the clock when he started to walk around the hazard. Oh, yeah. And he got a wrong ruling. He ended up getting the wrong – they gave him the wrong ruling, and he can't change it. Once he signed the scorecard, it's over. So he got totally screwed. So this is what he says. I can't wait to leave this tour. Why in the hell would he say that? He's only 42 years old. Yeah. You know, he's burning the biggest bridge he'll ever walk over. It's like this is the Golden Gate Bridge of golf, and he's telling the PGA Tour, I can't wait to leave this tour. He's made $54 million on the PGA Tour, and that's just from golf winning. So he probably made another 50 off the course. So what it tells me, these guys are getting paid 30 to $50 million just to play on the tour without hitting the shot. He's... 
the only way you can say something that stupid is if you're guaranteed to make a pile of money. Yeah. And he did it. He burned his bridge in the PGA Tour by saying that. And so he's headed to the tour. Sir, uh, Lee Westwood's going. I understand that. He's 49. He's not doing anything anymore. He's going to make a pile of money. And, Phil, of course, Phil's going because Phil can't turn back now. So I don't know so what's going to happen. Why, when Sergio went out around that pond yep. to get his ball yep. or look for it, yep. why wouldn't the clock start when he stepped out of bounds to go get that ball? Because he wasn't looking for the ball yet. Maybe, maybe not. Well, he wasn't. He knew he, he had to get across a parcel right. of water. He knew where his ball was. He thought he knew where it crossed. Okay. And I don't know if he found his ball. And whether he did or not, that's irrelevant. The so, search starts when he gets to the spot where he starts looking for the ball. Okay. Right? That's the search. If it took him t- – sometimes it could take you 10 minutes to get to where you need to get to. If you've got a pond that goes the length of the golf course, and you've got to get around the damn thing. Right. There's no oh. golf carts. Right? He's not searching for the ball from this side of the water. Right? He's, his search starts when he starts looking for the ball. Who is it? Hey, it's Kenny over in White River. I'll make it real quick. Good riddance. That Sergio Garcia is one of the biggest a-holes that ever played the game of golf. I can't stand that guy. Good riddance. I hope he's gone. That's all I have. He is. Okay, Kenny. He he is a D-bag number one. Okay, man. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. There you go. That's the beauty of this show. (laughs) Right there. Yeah. It, people love him or hate him, just like a lot of lot of lot of people, right? Sergio is is, and one of the reasons that people don't like him is because he plays unbelievable. He stinks when he plays golf because he can't putt. Well, that's all relative. Yeah. But when he plays the Ryder Cup, he turns in the tiger, right? He plays great every every time we play the Ryder Cup against USA. He plays great. He's very boisterous. He's dramatic, and he's you know what. He's passionate. Uh, I don't have an opinion either way on Sergio. I just know that he made a huge mistake. Because if yep. that tour flops, he's screwed. Don't worry about the horses bl- being blind. Just load the wagon. Stay safe on the proms. Yeah. If you need a ride, call me. I'm not drinking this weekend. <laughs> Listen to the buzz, Rich and Woody. Thanks, Matty. Over.